0: What's going on, good people? Rich here.
1: right here, and welcome to the finale, episode 10, Everything's Going to Be Okay of Insecure Season 5. I had to believe that it will work out for it to work. What's going on, y'all?
0: Rachel, I don't know how we got here so quickly.
1: 10 weeks flew.
0: Really, 11, if you consider all the episodes we did. We did our preview episode as well.
1: Oh, sure did, sure did.
0: So even with that time included, that time just I mean flew by. So we're at the end, and you know normally when we record, for those that know me, you know I'm I'm heavy into wine. I enjoy a nice red. Got a bourbon tonight. You know this is a bourbon episode. Can't just uh, pour up a bottle of red for it. So (laughs) I took my hat to insecure. Tip my hat to insecure. We'll get more into the final thoughts later on, but. We had this episode directed by Prentice Penny, uh-huh. uh, by Issa Ray. And it's only right for them to kind of send this show out, right?
1: 100%. Um, what are your thoughts?
0: So <laughs> we're both, we're both, um, you know, cinephiles. And mm-hmm. we don't just watch television. We don't just watch films. And we like dissect them and really kind of get into it. And I watched a lot of television series um, and one of the most difficult things to do is to stick the landing to know yeah. how to show and when to end the show. I think I even discussed this on the preview episode. Like that's Insecure knew it was time to exit before they stretched it out. Yes, they could have had more seasons, um, but they've told the story that they wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. And as far as finale's go, top tier. It's hard to, to finish a show strong, like your last episode to put all those pieces of the puzzle together, like top tier, like this, like on the first watch, the finale was incredible. I love all the call, like the callbacks. I love them just gre- getting creative with the theme for the episode in similar fashion to the season two finale, when they told one story from three different perspectives. Now mm-hmm. you have a topic with the birthdays, kind of how the show started. I mean, the very first scene of this show, we have Daniel sending Issa a Facebook message telling her happy birthday. Um, just everything just tying together, um, having all these characters, you know, stick to a pact of the friends. Hey, we said we're going to get together for each other's birthdays. We see them doing it. We see them not all fully being able to do it because life happens. And um, it was just beautiful. I love the way they ended the show and wrapped things up. And, you know, obviously, Lawrence Hive, you know, we'll get into that.
1: <laughs> OK.
0: What were your thoughts?
1: Um a lot of what you said but I feel like I needed a little bit more from it um, it was shot beautifully okay mm-hmm. um, the scenes that we got you know were good the writing of it was good the dialogues were good um, but I think I stand behind my thought last week when this is what we should have been getting all season um, to like you said, stick the landing to tie it up, I think that we could have taken the la essentially the last four Issa's favorites, um, and and that been the season. I think that in the first few, we maybe didn't need all of that. Um, so it was very interesting to me how they tied it up. Um, even though I was right with Issa and Lawrence doubling back, um,
0: we caught no you you it. <laughs>
1: cuz I be knowing um after maybe the second watch I was like you know what I'm satisfied with it and I'm okay with every black woman uh being successful in life in love if that's your um, desire cuz it's what we deserve and so we often uh don't get to see us get everything quote unquote and we saw all of our um protagonists get everything. So I I'm here for it. I I I'll, I'll tip my hat to that.
0: Absolutely. It was just a feel good for everyone and um I agree with everything you just said. I, th- those last four episodes definitely should have been stretched out and they build on those storylines throughout those episodes to kind of make this a more fluid season.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But I tip my hat to them for the way they ended it, the last two episodes in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, of showing you why insecure became one of our favorites and man. Um,
1: also not to cut you off. You see what a little 20 extra minutes can do. My gosh.
0: That's a, <laughs> that's a very good point. That's a very good point. We've been asking this and I, they, you know, they get annoyed constantly hearing that from, from the fans, but we just love the product. We want more of it. And, just twenty. It was a forty-minute episode. That was perfect. That's all we perfect. needed. Fifteen. If you could, you imagine an extra fifteen to those first like six episodes, and how God. much stuff would have made a lot more sense, even if I you kept that. that.
1: They, yep, I think that they could have told the stories um, more cohesively. Um, I don't think there would have it would have been as jumpy, even if there were the multiple time lapses or. Uh, various scenarios I think it would have threaded them together just a little bit better with a little extra time and we see shows um on HBO Max and uh the other HBO um created shows where the times do vary you know from some this episode maybe 30 minutes this one is 40 this one's 26 this one's 48 you know so it just depends so seeing that uh it's doable now i'm like damn yeah i appreciate the series and what we got but wow what could have been
0: <laughs> and that's just the tip of the hat to insecure as a whole like and what they mean to the culture we just obviously we're very happy with what we have uh, we just want more you always want more of something that you love and just shout out to the staff and the, the cast and everybody involved with it. Like I said, we'll give them their flowers um, closer to the end of this episode. But let's kind of just dig into it. Let's go. Break down this finale, the series finale.
1: Series finale.
0: Mira Issa. And there was an overall theme throughout this episode of, you know, you. I think Mary Issa even said it. You was tripping about all these decisions and choices just to end up here. Mary Issa was comedy this episode, by the way.
1: Dude, she was, like, mean. (laughs) Bitch, I'm struggling. I do not need you fussing at me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You need that sometimes, especially from your inner self. But, you know, obviously her wanting to just fast forward to the part where everything is okay in our life and... Just us realizing that it's not that simple, obviously. We all know that. You have to go through the process, it's the steps. That's what really is the worthwhile things. It's not the end result, it's what you did to get there. Those are the stories you're going to tell, and those are the memories you're going to have. Um, you know, once you get to your destination, you want to go to the next thing. So, just really overall, this is about life. This is the ins and outs, the peaks, the valleys, the, you know, all of that, and trying to figure it out from a day to day basis and not really taking so much. So seriously, if if that's the right way to say it, um, I guess more so living in the moment. Yeah. And trusting yourself that you're going to figure it out and going with your gut. there was a scene where Molly was telling Issa, you know, as a former, not a former, but someone who used to overthink, um, it's really not that difficult. So... I think that's just the overall. The, obviously, the show's called Insecure, and a lot of those insecurities come from those our our own mirror images and our own inner thoughts and ourselves telling us that we can't do it or we're not good enough for this, um, and really just becoming secure with ourselves. And I think the show, like I said, did a great job of wrapping that up wrapping that up, and making it a full theme, um, specifically for this episode. Um, but. Like I said, we have the birthday theme. So let's just kind of kick it off with everyone's birthday, how it went, and break down some of the stuff that happened.
1: Yeah, sure thing. And uh, my birthday is my favorite day of the year. Um, March 1st? Really... Oh, March 1st. Come on, Pisces. Um, oh. It's the only day that I ask you to either leave me alone <laughs> with the bullshit. Or to be celebrated by, like, partners and what have you. Like, I don't care about them other random holidays for my birthday. You better step. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Or you got to step.
0: (laughs) Hey, listen. Anybody out there, all the Derek's out there looking looking for Rachel. (laughs) Or March 1st. I'm telling you. I always make sure I hit her up March 1st. Got to.
1: Oh, no. So on that to say, I appreciated uh, the birthday being the theme of this episode because everybody deserves to be celebrated. And I didn't think about it um, as we open. Well, after we open with uh, Nathan kicking Issa to the curb. But when we get to Molly's birthday, I didn't realize that we hadn't celebrated Molly's birthday in all of these seasons.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. I didn't really notice that until you just said it.
1: But yeah, we got Issa's birthday, Derek's birthday, but we we haven't gotten Lawrence's birthday or uh or Molly's.
0: Interesting. Huh. That's right. You're right. That is interesting. Um, my bad. Let's back up a little bit. <laughs> Nathan definitely kicked Issa to the curb. <laughs>
1: Dog, I don't think she deserved that breakup like that.
0: But Issa, on the other hand, on the other hand, Issa was like, "I bet." (laughs) Like
1: she knew, but also she Issa asked, "Could we talk about it? Like, let's talk about it." He didn't want to. Why you calling me toxic because this nigga showed up and was carrying on? That's him. That's not me. I'm still trying to pursue this fake relationship with you, but um, we did find out that Nathan kind of felt how we were feeling, like "Ah, this ain't curling all the way over. Uh, It's something that's missing. There's something that just isn't clicking, and we keep forcing it, and I'm ignoring it, and I know that because I really want this to work.
0: Yeah, we've been calling it all season. Finally, Nathan admitted it you did mention I think you said I, that Nathan knew um, and we, like you said we get that information Not, Rachel Diamond strikes again <laughs>
1: I be knowing oh my god
0: but yeah you know and obviously that same night Lawrence sends a text apologizing um, saying he didn't want it to go that way but obviously we discussed that last week how else did you think it was going to go my guy Period. Uh, I
1: would have texted back <laughs>
0: Yeah, she was really going <laughs> through it. Hey.
1: <laughs> I have a problem.
0: <laughs> it was she was really good.
1: <laughs> Yo, yo, not to cut you off. I I'm toxic. I'm not saying that to as like a pat on the back, but I know myself. I would have texted that fool back and went from being sad about this breakup to arguing about the shit that just happened with Lawrence like (laughs) shout out to Issa for being mature enough not to respond to that bullshit
0: (laughs) there's really not much more to say after that I think we we can put that scene to bed Uh, (laughs) Molly's birthday as you mentioned we get to celebrate Molly's birthday shout out to Sean Patrick Thomas um on an episode of the Culture Garden we did, the barbershop, Sean mm-hmm. Patrick Thomas was always somebody that I thought was gonna have a bigger career. He's a really good actor.
1: He is. I was about to say shout out to Finding Forrester. So there you go with the uh, with the barbershop. And another... Hold on,
0: Sean, he, Sean Patrick Thomas wasn't in Finding Forrester.
1: Who was in Finding Forrester?
0: That was Robert Brown. That was in Coach Carter and all that. I think that's the name, Robert Brown. I know it's Robert something. Really. Tom, yeah, Sean Patrick Thomas was in uh, Save the Last Dance. Yes. That was his first movie. But yeah, Pride and Forrester was my favorite movie growing up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've watched that like a million times. I can quote that start to finish. Um, but yeah, that's Rob Thomas, Rob Brown, I believe. Like I said, he okay. played Carter as uh, Shanti's boyfriend on the basketball team. Mm-hmm. A couple other things as well. Um, but I digress. He was are some- you sure
1: I right, now that I'm looking at his face in my mind?
0: Yeah, I can see, I can see the mix-up.
1: I used to uh, confuse him and Derek Luke.
0: Well, who, Sean Patrick Thomas? Or... Uh-huh. I can see that mix-up, too. Until, yeah. Until Notorious. Until Notorious. <laughs> he played, like, I, he 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 did. He had Puff down pat. <laughs> he
1: did. He did.
0: I don't know how we started talking about Notorious and everything else. Sorry,
1: it's my sorry. fault, because I'll be digressing. Go nah. ahead.
0: It's all- <laughs> we straight. We straight. I'm sure everybody appreciates it. I hope so, anyway. Um, But, yeah, Molly and Torian, obviously, are a a serious thing at this point.
1: Going strong.
0: Introducing to the family, and we see Molly worrying about it. Issa being there with the good advice, making sure she knows, like, look, we here for you. And I love the fact that Issa mentioned, um, or, or how Molly mentioned that Issa forced her to celebrate herself. Mm-hmm. It's a nice reminder for all of us. Like, make sure we receive our flowers. I know a lot of us, uh, you know, we we mention, you know, make sure people get their flowers where they can smell them. But I think we also need to make sure we receive them because I know I'm guilty of that. You know, somebody would tell you, you know, you know, you that you a cool nigga. Like, oh nah, man, that's you. Nah, nigga, that's me. I'm about to start nah, you're right. I appreciate you noticing. Um, this shit should be noticed. I am that nigga. You are. And um, thank you. That's what we need to start doing and just receiving our flowers in the moment. You know, I would try to deflect and give them back. Um, so, yeah, let's let's work on doing that. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. 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 No, you should be affirming your friends. Uh, yeah. I think that's part of uh, your call to be a good friend is to be affirming. So.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Like honestly, like everybody listening, like please make sure you take time for yourself, celebrate yourself, celebrate your wins. Um, I think there was another part later on in this episode where I think Molly was reminding Issa, like don't, don't forget how far you've come. Mm -hmm. Like that's something in itself to be proud of. Like it's not always gonna go the way you think it does in your head, but that doesn't mean you haven't been successful at what you're doing. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We see Kelly with Desmond. You know, her new dude.
1: Shout out to Desmond. Um he's tall, dark, and handsome. Amen. <laughs> and um, I think his name is James Bland. He directed the uh insecure documentary that came on HBO Max The End. Oh so, uh yep, make sure you check that out.
0: That's what's up. That's dope. That's dope. Um, I love the "How did you two meet?" question because that answer can go so many ways. You know, in 2021, man, they ate and seen, and I love the way they kind of looked at each other and tried to figure out how they're gonna answer that question. Um,
1: it was funny because uh, when we meet Issa and Nasir, they also can't quite. Um, dictate how they met <laughs>
0: right we know an app is involved but it wasn't you know she saw him on the app then saw him in real life which whatever come up with a, whatever story you feel comfortable with and you know tiffany comes back for molly's birthday so like i said we see the first pact of we all gonna celebrate each other's birthday tiffany's mm-hmm. back and you know they're all just enjoying it
1: i'm here for it uh me and my friend group have made a similar pact for 35 um to make sure that we celebrate everybody not do I necessarily want a big thing? <laughs> I don't know if I want that anymore at this point, but um, shout out to them for honoring their commitment to show up for each other, especially with uh, Tiffany now being in Denver.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's a bigger thing, especially when people are out of town is it's simple when every, not even really that simple when everybody's in the same city, uh, but to make the commitment to travel and the whole nine, that really shows how <laughs> strong their friendship is. So that's dope of them to see, and that's a real thing when you're in your mid thirties. You know, really trying to make time to see the people you care about when they that's live. Um, we can flash forward to Issa's birthday. You know, <laughs> Koya and Ma set it up. Issa thinks that they have a um, a, a, pipe pipe. Yeah, a pipe burst. Yeah, pipe burst there at, at the at the Crenshaw shop, and obviously it was a surprise. Uh, Koya even had everybody donate to the block, which was a dope idea, and raised them a lot of money for that. And shout out to them all for coming back for the last scenes that we see him in. Um, there's always some kind of pleasure. I don't know. When's the last time? Well, I can't say when the last time, but have you ever knocked a drink out of somebody's hand on purpose?
1: Well, on food? purpose? No.
0: Or food or anything <laughs> like that? Never?
1: No, not on purpose. Because uh, I do no, know that's wasteful. <laughs> accidentally 100 percent yeah more uh, than twice because i'm a little clumsy but yeah. um, on purpose no although yeah. it was funny
0: yeah i would to said there's nothing funny that was the whole reason i brought it up there's nothing funnier than seeing somebody's food or their drink getting knocked out of the hand on purpose and both of them just kind of got to stare at it and figure out what's next <laughs> i love that whole moment like we said earlier i wish we would know more about amal and kelly and their whole backstory Kelly in general, like, I could see a spinoff with Kelly. Like, I really hope that I will put that in the, you know, out here in the atmosphere that if HBO is listening, like, the fans would love to see a Kelly spinoff and see what she's up to post, you know, Insecure. I guess you couldn't do it because Insecure, that requires a lot of the other people in it. Right. Ollie and everybody, but still, that just goes to show how much people love Kelly.
1: She's the best. Um, I I do wish that we got more of Kelly's life. I mean, we know she's Afro Latina, and she died. <laughs> uh, we know she has a podcast, funny as fuck. But that's really it. You know, she's supportive. She can bake um a cake or a cupcake. Shout out to Gladys Knight's cookbook. But that's it.
0: <laughs> right. You need a little. I
1: definitely wish we got more.
0: Yeah, definitely one more. Uh, speaking of more, I guess we do learn that Molly has been in Kelly's ear about joining her firm for estate planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're having to leave East's party to go to work. And, and you know, Molly's obviously saying, oh, hey, well, come over here and slide. And obviously, at East's party, the big thing is we see Nathan show up.
1: We see Nathan.
0: And we find out that East has been calling Nathan, and Nathan just been like, all right, whatever. He ain't been calling her back, not responding.
1: That nigga been flaky from day one.
0: And it's crazy because Nathan leaves Issa and then comes back and tells her that LA is finally starting to feel like home. Nigga, <laughs> yeah, I-, I know that wasn't even probably supposed to be funny, but that shit was hilarious to me. Like, yo, I was
1: like, is this nigga crazy?
0: <laughs> Nathan, the worst type of. Oh man, and you know, embracing the people that come in your life for a reason. They had a they had a clean split for, I guess, all things considered. Uh, I think both of them realized it was something they were trying to force, so I don't think there was any bad blood between the two. And sometimes, like Issa said, some people in your life for a reason, um, as, as a quote goes, for a season, whatever it is.
1: Or a lifetime.
0: Yeah, yeah, all that. Reason, season, lifetime. Obviously, Nathan was just a season, but you know she learned a lot and learned a lot about herself throughout that process. So that's the last time we see Nathan. Peace out, nigga. Peace. Um, <laughs> And again, came
1: to the party looking tacky.
0: Yo, man, I, I just you know, it's crazy. I never noticed it until that specific episode last week, and then I started like going back and watching <laughs> the other ones. I'm like, oh, he always dressed like this. A bum. <laughs> it's awful. Like that shit's awful. Like for real. Like they, awful. like they intentionally did that. They had to because nobody else dresses like that on the show. Like everybody's fly, except like, this. Everybody but Nathan. Andrew was killing that nigga last season. <laughs> um, Anything else to say about East's birthday?
1: Um, Shout out to Koya and Molly working together
0: <laughs> to
1: plan that surprise. Because Koya was not fooling with Molly after the black party.
0: Just hit her with, you know, she cool.
1: She cool. <laughs> shout out to that. Yeah, that's,
0: um, that's a Rachel response right there.
1: Okay, because motherfuckers be cool, and that's it.
0: Uh you about to say shout out to something else too, my bad.
1: Oh no, I don't think so. Just shout out to that. Uh to Collaborative Works, Collaboration, Happy Kwanzaa. (laughs) All
0: right, Tiffany's uh Tiffany's birthday. So worst kept secret, obviously. Tiffany hates Denver.
1: Bruh. Um. We knew Tiffany hated Denver from the time she announced that it was a possibility that they were going to Denver.
0: Yeah, worst kept secret, but obviously she openly admits it finally on the finale. Um Beautiful crib, by the way.
1: Beautiful home. Shout out to them being homeowners, because while um, the price of houses out west is expensive, um it's not shit. Denver and shit on L.A. when it comes to uh, the housing market. So shout out to them being able to go and <laughs> have their dream home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I keep telling myself. Hey, Tiffany's, she's just, like, she's hating it out there. Um,
1: she is And you know what? I, we called it, or I did, because, again, I be knowing, um, that Derek's family, they will only be so enamored by them. Like, they will be so supportive. And I knew that if they weren't totally um in love with Simone and in love with Tiffany and Derek being there that it would be hard for her to adjust and we see that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um I think that this scene in particular, this birthday, it just shows the, the real importance of having a solid group of friends. Like Tiffany needed them to be there for her at that moment. Yeah. She something that felt like home, that felt like LA, that felt like normal. Because um, all she has is problems in Denver and she's just trying to really give it a shot. Um, but she's only there for Derek.
1: That's only-
0: it. I mean, that's it. She she definitely misses everyone and everything. Um, one thing that happened in this scene that I want to ask you about, okay. Molly Issa, what she would have said if Nathan didn't interrupt when he uh, when Lawrence approached her at the party. Obviously, we know how the show ends, but that was a very interesting moment with Issa saying, you know, it doesn't matter. It was too late. And Molly just telling her, it's not too late if that's what you really want. Mm-hmm. Go afterward. Like we, we said earlier, the theme of this show as far as like just be secure in what you're doing. Like the, the worst thing sometimes somebody can say is no. Um, I'd rather hear no than just go to sleep every night knowing like, oh, I ain't even giving it a shot. So I love that advice that Molly gave Issa. And shout out to school who was on here with us for episode eight. He did mention how Issa's really taking that inconsistent comment to heart. Mm-hmm. And brought it up in this, this uh, scene where she said, like, she was concerned about being inconsistent. And Molly let her know, like I said, it's not that hard when she was acknowledging her issues with overthinking in the past. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Look at you
1: quoting my quotes.
0: <laughs> straight up. <laughs> And then um, the big thing in this scene is obviously Molly gets the phone call that her mom passes, and you know, um, obviously that scene is. I think the show obviously put it there because that's a real thing that you go through as an as adult friendship. You know, your is is something that's real. It's a you know you don't know what to do. You don't know how to really be. um, You just want to be there for your friend,
1: right? Like
0: I said last episode, you know I dealt with that. You know my pops and. You know, school was with me every step of the way, you know, all, you know, all my homies and everybody like that family. Like, that's a big thing. And just her reaction and just going missing for a minute and trying to figure things out. Even mm-hmm. towards the end of the episode, when we get to a full year later on Molly's second birthday and just trying to figure out, you know, or I come to terms with the fact that you're not going to have any more birthdays to celebrate, you know, with one of your parents. And it just changes your life. And I'm glad that yeah. the kind of dug into that, even though it wasn't a deep dive. Just acknowledge the fact that that's a part of life. You know, that's one thing I will say about Insecure. They always touched on the subjects that were just, you know, not being discussed anywhere else within our community. Yeah. Um, The estate planning, the, you know, obviously Molly losing her mom, just everything they did from season one all the way to season five, all the different, you know, sexuality, open relationships, all types of stuff. Um, They really just dug into all of those topics and really had people making conversations about it mm-hmm. uh, but yeah shout out to them for kind of opening up doors and talking about topics like that yeah uh, what did you have to say or add on as far as Tiffany's birthday
1: um not too much again shout out to them for all coming out to Denver um as um Issa we find out that Isa is seeing the Nasir guy uh, who Twitter kept calling uh, Daniel with a texturizer. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought
1: that was very funny.
0: And I didn't when, see that. That's funny.
1: When Tiffany, or maybe Tiffany or Kelly asked, does she like him? And Issa says, he cool, he a giver, and I'm a taker. And I feel that because although you don't want to be wasting anybody's time after... Um, some crushing failed relationships. Sometimes you just want somebody who's a little bit more into you than you are into them, and you might just have to take for a little bit <laughs> until you're uh open to giving. So I felt Issa when she said that, like you know what, fuck it, he's here, he be giving, <laughs> and I'm taking. So very relatable content.
0: <laughs> hey, you gotta do what's best for you.
1: That's
0: it. That's it. That's how you was feeling at the moment, you know. That's all it is. Just a spell through life. Um, We go to Lawrence's birthday, like you said. We never celebrated it. We had mom singing, um, "Happy
1: birthday in Jesus' name." Okay, very saved.
0: (laughs) Very saved. Happy birthday. Uh, We find out. uh, Dresser gives him some paperweights. Shout out to Dresser from Five Heartbeats.
1: Five Heartbeats.
0: (laughs) But paperweights from Pops, that's an odd gift. Um, Princess Penny, the showrunner, he said that that's a call to his grandfather who actually gave him paperweights in college every year.
1: I Um, love that.
0: um, Big thing, obviously, Issa calls Lawrence and offers to take him out for dinner. What did you think? On
1: his birthday. On his birthday. (laughs) Well, first off, we see that she didn't expect him to answer um, because she was shocked. But you didn't really want to take him out for his birthday. You wanted to see what the fuck he had going on. You wanted to see if he would answer and exactly what his plans were for his birthday. So we saw that. he, We heard that Condola and her baby Eli or Ja, whomever, from whomever's perp- perspective, uh, took him to lunch and she had the baby. Um and he already had dinner plans, So that first awkward conversation, I'm wondering if that was her first time reaching out to him since he sent that text after the fight.
0: Uh, Yeah, it definitely was. You can just tell from the awkward stages of silence. Yeah. Throughout that conversation. Um, but I never thought of it like you just said it. But yeah, she probably was just checking in on Lauren, seeing what he was up to. Because I don't even think she started with Happy birthday! She started with her shock,
1: right? Like ah, you answered.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like like, she low key forgot it was his birthday for a second. Like oh
1: snap! She fully was prepared to leave him a voicemail.
0: Yeah. So obviously he has dinner plans because Lawrence got himself a little shorty.
1: Hey, was that or was that not the chick from San Fran?
0: That wasn't her. That wasn't her. Are we sure? I don't think it was her. I could be wrong, but I don't think it was her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We okay. gotta dig, we're going to dig into this a little bit. <laughs> All the listeners, check that out for us. See if that's the same uh, same chick.
1: I felt like it was.
0: Um, and, you know, we see that scene ending with Lawrence giving her that look. Like, nah, this ain't right. Like So we see that Lawrence and Issa connection kind of drawing closer and closer as time moves on.
1: Right. We immediately know that. Although he was ready for that little dinner date, as soon as he heard from Issa, he was off it. Like, eh, I'd rather go do whatever the fuck she's talking about. And he was trying to make a plan with her before she hung up because he's like, oh, hey, and then click. So he definitely was trying to set something else up.
0: Yeah, and that's like, you know, you gotta make sure that you've, like, turned over every stone before you kind of, like, call it quits because it's like it's crazy how quick that switches for both of them mm-hmm. like they be full fledged in the middle of something we see this with Issa later in the episode after Kelly's birthday party yeah um, she's with Nasir at home um, looking good in that black lingerie too
1: look very good
0: yeah very good but as soon as Lawrence calls her whole mindset Issa Mary, Mary Issa's telling her like yo like what you want?" she just thinking about it like yo Lawrence just called me like her whole mood and everything just shifted.
1: <laughs> Again, I probably would have picked up. <laughs> hey, hello, hello.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, hello. I mean, not not me now, but like younger.
0: Long time ago. Long, 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 long time ago. Uh,
1: long time ago. This one time I was uh I was on my way to out of the country with somebody and uh my Lawrence. Mm, nope, I don't really want to give him that much, but the thorn in my side <laughs> caught I sure did pick it up while that other fool was on his way to the terminal. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh yeah, oh. this is gonna be a great trip. <laughs> it was not.
0: <laughs> Fella, save your money. <laughs> save your My money
1: was gone do you hear me like oh <laughs> why are you making me take this trip with this son of Bama? <laughs> <laughs> look what you did to us
0: <laughs> poor fellow.
1: Totally, he's totally fine
0: um shit i don't even know where we was going with that uh then we go to kelly's birthday
1: Let's go to Kelly's birthday. Kelly, who looks beautiful in that dark emerald green get-up and that high pony, that high side pony, glowing.
0: Yo, you funny as fuck, but keep going.
1: (laughs) She was looking so good. And we see Desmond is still around. And, um, okay, Tiffany in this black wig if that was not a cry for help, I don't know <laughs> what was. Um, at first, I'm like, okay, is, is this a crisis? Is she in crisis? Um, but then I'm like, or is this calling to the lack of black hairstylists and weaveologists in Denver so she can't get her sewing right?
0: I took it as the latter. Um, but you can easily take it as the former I mean this is like a we talking about a 60-40 split
1: because we know she's miserable and hates it there
0: yeah and we've seen Tiffany just I ain't even gonna go there Um, yeah she hates it there and that's just some that was some wild shit like that's that was bad
1: it was horrible it was Tyler Perry wig situation. It yeah. was given locked up abroad situation. Yeah. Or not abroad. Um, locked, abroad. locked up. <laughs> 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 it was stressing me out.
0: Um. Kelly announced at this at the dinner that she's pregnant.
1: Yes, and she didn't want kids. She wanted this niggas kids. And that makes all the difference.
0: I ain't just want any niggas' kids. I wanted this nigga kids.
1: Hey, I felt her. I
0: right, listen, man. When that day comes for me, I, that's exactly what I wanted. Boy, that's exactly what I want to hear, nigga. I want your kids. Oh, okay, then, cool. Um, okay. <laughs> Issa has that look on her face, trying to figure out what's next for her because. She wasn't, I don't think she was jealous, but I think she had a moment of clarity where it was, damn, Kelly didn't even want kids and she already, like, on it. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I
1: think that she felt left behind.
0: Yeah, yeah, like everybody was passing her up in a sense.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because at this point, uh, Molly, who is still sort of M.I.A., um, because she's not at the dinner, um, but she also has Torian, Tiffany is in Denver, married with a child. She's just like alone. And now here's Kelly, who we never thought would settle down, is now pregnant with this new um, rebound from Daniel Kaluuya. (laughs) So that's crazy. It was a very um, surreal moment of clarity for her.
0: Yeah, like Kelly said, Desmond got her doing things she never thought she would,
1: including butt stuff.
0: Yeah, man, that's all that's a Kelly line. If I ever heard one,
1: listen, we had to have one. I think that was one of the few Kelly, like Kelly isms or Kelly zingers that we got in the finale.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we already talked about Lawrence calling Issa and Mary Issa telling her that it's net to move on because it's never gonna work. So, obviously, that voice in your head why you keep entertaining this and we obviously see how it unfolds later on Um, but we had Molly's birthday a year later mm-hmm. uh, we already talked about how she discussed how difficult it was to not have a birthday with a mother but
1: Toria had that birthday on lock you got your man girl enough of these group parties and group dinners <laughs>
0: Yeah, straight up like this. So, this is a year later from the beginning of the episode where we had Molly's first birthday, and that's a different face. So like, Issa, like, she's understanding, like, this is Torian's girl now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she, can't do, you know, she, she doesn't have full access all the time,
1: and that's the first time we see that because, uh, when Molly was uh, sort of quote unquote casually dating, um, nobody lasted nobody was around enough to impact she and Issa's relationship and then when andrew came along they were beefing so that even wasn't really a factor so that also was a thing like damn okay i'm trying to respect the fact that you preoccupied and there's somebody else in the picture okay i miss you girl <laughs>
0: Right, right, right. Uh, Issa mentions that things keep happening and the friendship feels hard, which, like I said, just goes back to being a friend in your 30s. Mm -hmm. Difficult. Um, Molly even mentions that it's life. No matter how many plans you make, shit's going to happen. One of the realest things said throughout the episode. That's it. Just got to work through it. Just got to work through it day by day. Real ones always understand. And then another Kelly Zinger, as you said earlier, um, but this one, when she told she told Molly, like, if you black out, you did it right. Give it <laughs> <her> t- <laughs> if he blacks out, call for help. That's it. Amen. Anything else about Molly's birthday?
1: Um, That's it. Shout out to her. Happy birthday.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Molly getting her flowers from Rachel.
1: Shout, hey, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not mad at Molly this season. I we'll hated talk. her coming in. I hated her coming off of season four. We'll I'm talk. not mad at her.
0: We'll talk more about it. Wrapping up towards the end of the episode, Lawrence meets Issa at her office. So yeah. once you remember the timeline, this is a year after, a uh, year and a month maybe, after their um, blow up at Tiffany's going away party hmm And here we are, still there. Those ties, like, they've never been cut. No matter what's going on in their life, no matter who they're with, they always find a way to end up with each other. And the chemistry's still there from the yeah. jump. Like, from the jump. Like, they make, Lawrence makes a corny joke, like, you went from we got y'all to I got mine. Like, <laughs> just that corny, cheesy chemistry that we've known them for for the complete five seasons.
1: Uh-huh. And,
0: um, they had a real transparent moment where Issa opens up about her doubts and making decisions and looking dumb and um, like as we said earlier she realized it was all in her head and she said I had to believe it would work out for it to work out that's it shout um, so. out
1: to that um, and I think that that's the only quote unquote scene that's not somebody's birthday this is a one off uh, little get together um and shout out to her just wanting him to see the progress that she's made professionally like come look at our we got y'all building and real estate again in la is not cheap so that goes to show how well um the block is doing i think i said we got y'all but the block you know so i'm not mad at that come see what's going on (laughs)
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and it's uh are you su- i don't want to say surprised but with it being a year later did it strike you how do i want to ask this with it being a year later did it did you want to know more about how that conversation came about like what the conversation looked like before they met up
1: um no because okay. your person is your person And even if they're quote unquote not with the significant history that they have um, and the love that was between them, it might be a couple awkward moments in the conversation, but the longer you talk, it's going to get back to being cool. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get back to just filling in some blanks. Well, nigga, why you was gone? X, Y, Z happened, you know, so I'm not surprised at all that even a year later that they uh, found themselves in the same situation of uh, being happy to see if it will work.
0: So yeah. I, I nope. wasn't surprised. It's pretty much the same thing like we saw in season four when they ended up back together. Same. Season.
1: That's it. Again, yeah. to quote DMX. We let it go. It came back. That's how strong it was.
0: That's, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect defin- definition of uh of uh, Issa and Lawrence.
1: That's your boomerang.
0: Yeah, straight up, straight up. And Issa tells them that she's okay with finding out if things will work out or not. She's at completely at, at ease with that decision. Like, well, we'll see what happens. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But she's all in, and you know, she's always been all in. They just she's just been on her own head. Lawrence That's has been on head.
1: And they owed it to themselves to try. Now. Don't let me say that tell you like deter from the fact that I really didn't want them to get back together even though I knew that they would.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I I was under the strong belief that um Issa was gonna choose herself, which ultimately she did. Which she did. Yeah. She
1: did. huh.
0: But I mean in the fact of uh, just working on herself. But she uh and the writers they I mean, excuse me, not the writers, but Issa herself and um Prentice Penny, they were talking about how they had three different drafts of this finale. There was a yeah. few ways this was going to go. There was a call back to Morocco uh, from season two. three. Nah, when they did the Morocco in the living room, was that season one?
1: Uh-huh. Or two.
0: Yeah, I was about to say it was one of the early seasons. It's season two. Okay, then bet. Season two. Mm-hmm. Um, a few different things, but it just ultimately ended with Issa and lawrence together it wasn't the original plan but it just made it made sense like you said the boomerang
1: that's it i mean we know lawrence wasn't supposed to make it past season one so, <laughs> so that's the first thing
0: um, how strong
1: but i'm not mad at that and to your point you know wrapping it up they separated they came back obviously it's been years because john is like three Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes sense because we already have one year and then we have another year flash forward, so we can go uh-huh. right. To that. Uh, we have one year past the initial year we started with, so two years later, mm-hmm. and we see Torian and Molly get married.
1: Yeah, we totally uh missed Tori and, and Molly getting married, so let's uh rewind back to that. Shout out to them first off, before I even get into how beautiful they all looked no aka is wearing having all that damn red on her bridesmaids (laughs) in her wedding (laughs) so (laughs) let's just start there those would not have been her wedding colors but whatever um
0: (laughs) oh i'm in fact checking
1: Come, i mean really i would never um but everybody looks so good. I knew that Torian would be Molly's person. Um, shout, shout out to them.
0: Shout out to them work retreats.
1: Shout out to the work retreats. Shout out to Tiffany being pregnant.
0: Yep. <laughs> I didn't catch that until the second watch.
1: Yeah, she was definitely bellied out. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to the other uh, co-workers being bridesmaids. Like Y'all are really a family over there at the Black Firm.
0: Listen, man, they talked about that when they uh were making that when Molly was making the decision at the end of season two. Um, and the Kelly was given a list of pros and cons of going with the <laughs> um But yeah, they really made it a family over there. It was good to see, especially given how Molly entered that whole scene.
1: Right. And, and we touched on that and they touched on that again at the work retreat. Y'all really did fuck with me. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and obviously, who's Issa's date? Who's Issa's date? Uh,
1: Rachel. Lawrence.
0: (laughs) They still going strong. They still going strong. Okay, I just wanted to make sure.
1: Yeah, Uh, shout out to them.
0: Yeah, Molly and Issa, the final scene. That was a genuine.
1: Those was real tears.
0: Yeah, real tears. They uh, uh, Princess Penny, the director, showrunner. He told. Yvonne, or you to go kind of talk oh, to uh, yeah, tell Yvonne or you to talk to Issa Ray, not Molly Carter. Talk to Issa D. And you know when she started telling her like, thank you for everything. That was like really from Yvonne to Issa, and that was all genuine and real. They set it up to make sure that was the last day that they were shooting, mm-hmm. so they already emotional. Uh, what did that scene mean to you, Rachel?
1: I teared up. I'm not gonna hold you. Um, it was very beautiful one just the intimacy of getting your girl ready or unready <laughs> for her wedding and wedding night um, that's already something very intimate between friends um, and then to have that conversation thank you for loving me while I was me and we saw how raggedy Molly was for four seasons and Issa still loved her now you know um, I felt that and again like your friends your girl friends people who will be instrumental in your growth um even when y'all hit rough patches and you come back like we know that Issa and Molly are the real quote-unquote love story of Insecure and again uh Issa Ray did change um Yvonne Orji's life I she had been doing stand-up um I think opening for Chris Rock back in the day this really put her on the map. Now she has her own special on HBO. Uh, and so many other people. So those were real queer, real tears. You know, song Cry to Resentment. Those was real tears. Uh, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> shout out to Hove.
1: Shout out to Hove. It's been a minute.
0: <laughs> no doubt, man. Shout out to Hove for putting us in a position of like really having to defend this versus shit.
1: Oh, man, come
0: on. But either way, um, like you just said, that was a perfect way to cap off their friendship on screen.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And I know at a later date, we'll be able to kind of just discuss what the show meant to us. But that was just perfect. You said it all.
1: It was really beautiful.
0: It was very beautiful. Um, Obviously, the ending of the show, we have the full circle moment. We, We see Issa and Alexis leaving the office of the block.
1: Come
0: um, on. She passes the dunes. She thug Yoda and his daughter.
1: <laughs> Being boo.
0: Um, I did kind of call it. We did, you know, we we did cruise by we got y'all. She saw Frida and Sarah outside.
1: Shout out to Frida's haircut.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Looks completely different. Um, but they still up and running. Right aid and a random best buy nigga. <laughs> a the-
1: random tall best buy nigga. See? Yeah. Life yeah.
0: is cyclical. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Um, and then, obviously, she gets home. It's very similar to the flashback or flash forward scene from last episode. Um, she walks in and with Lawrence and Ja. Shout out to Lawrence. My dog that got her.
1: I let you have
0: that. You playing step She where she needs to be. Where's Lawrence's prayer? I need a... <laughs> I know what Summer Walker has. Sierra's Prayer on her out. Oh. What kind of begging R and B nigga out here that can put Lawrence's Prayer on his?
1: Man, stop playing with me.
0: Um, but yeah, and and noticeable. Issa has the engagement ring on.
1: Come on, she has the engagement ring. And shout out to that power red suit. You know, she's in a suit. She ain't in no random Issa bullshit. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they they live in life and. I love the fact that all the grief, like, I mean, I know we talk a lot and joke a lot about how I'm a Lawrence fan, Lawrence Hobb and all that, but when you look back at the why everybody hates Lawrence, it's because he fucked up Issa's birthday. We talked Come about on, man. We talked about in the preview. So I love the fact that the show gets to end with Lawrence making sure that East's birthday is smooth. I think she wants, she's happy. Um, the whole nine. So I love the fact that they closed out with that on top of uh, season one, episode one, Broken Pussy with the <laughs> ball.
1: Oh, now it's funny. <laughs> right.
0: Just a beautiful way. And of course, you can't end the show with Issa Lawrence and Ja. You got to end it with Issa Molly, Like you said, that's okay. the true love story of this show. And all the callbacks were beautiful. They did a perfect job of ending this up. They what, were. What did you think?
1: Uh, No, I I agree. And shout out to uh, Baby Ja, because we're seeing it from Lawrence's perspective. Um, I love that he loved Issa. He was so happy to greet her at the door, you know. Uh, (laughs) Look at that baby loving her, loving his (laughs) stepmom. But But, uh, yeah, shout out to that. Shout out to the ring. Lawrence, grown up. Lawrence looks good. Uh, they have a beautiful home. I was, re- I was really proud of them. Again, I did not necessarily want them back together, but I told y'all last week, I knew that they would be. I was not surprised at all that that is what we got from the ending, um, and from their relationship. Just because that's how it be, you know. Um,
0: yep. Shout out to school once again. Shout out
1: to school.
0: Who predicted he wouldn't be surprised at the show. He said, I think he said 10 years later, but uh
1: uh-huh.
0: something in the future where they're together. And I'm glad it was like that. I'm glad it wasn't like a um last hurrah, let me get you back. I know we had that a little bit with Issa just opening up about her feelings, but it mm-hmm. wasn't anything too dramatic. I mean, they've already been through that. They know, like we know we for each other. Let's just make this work. I'm happy that they did it in the manner that. It felt like this was just meant to be from the beginning.
1: And Uh, it felt real. The the timeline made it feel real. Um, Yeah. It gave the impression that it would be something that lasts because when you come back too soon, shit don't go right, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, You just said exactly what I wanted to say as far as like them making sure that it wasn't like some last hurrah like speech. Like mm -hmm. they made it, they made it in a way where, all right. They about to be together for a minute. Like, give us a season or two, and Issa gonna be pregnant.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, back to Molly's wedding, they weren't yet engaged. Nope. So again, it's it's been some time.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So um, we'll save our last thoughts on the series and this season. I guess we can give our uh, thoughts for the season right now, but. Um, I know yourself and I will probably watch this season one more time within the next few days.
1: Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm off. I ain't got nothing to do.
0: Yeah, and we'll put out another episode um, either later this week or a week from today um, when everybody's hearing it now, just to kind of give our final thoughts on a show that's really moved the culture and is kind of our thing um, Mm -hmm. in an age where you don't have a lot of shows to kind of grow with week to week and year by year. Everything's binge-worthy and You talk about it for a few days and you're on to the next. Um, I saw on Twitter somewhere where somebody said the Dunes is like the new Hollywood sign. Yeah, that's true. You can't go to L.A. and be a fan of Insecure and not tell us or, you know, not catch catch Uber, say, I got to go to the Dunes, take a picture Um, or a lot of the spots that were in Insecure. And it was really a love story to L.A. as well. Um, And they did a really good job with everything. So I'll save all of my thoughts. I will say this. Rachel, it's been a yeah. pleasure. Like, know. you know, um, when we talked about this, we kind of didn't know exactly what it was going to look like. We really just did this shit on a whim. Mm-hmm. Like, talk about insecure. We had original plans, and those plans got deterred. And we kind of scrambled last minute to make sure we made something work. And uh, worked it has. Um, it's yeah. been week by week. Like, you were an absolute joy to record with. Um nothing that nothing new that I didn't know already, but um just seeing you grow from week to week and really like finding your voice and stepping into your to your own thing has been real dope so i've been I've been fortunate to be here every step of the way, and I appreciate you for trusting me with that,
1: man well, don't make me cry hundred <laughs> percent I appreciate you for even thinking about me to even do this because all I do is run my mouth anyway so um. But I was scared, and you've guided me these last 10, 11 weeks through this, um, and so I'm just excited about um, other things to come, and I'm really grateful that you trust me with your own visions as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we I know we talked about the Culture Guard podcast. You know, we've, school and myself, have decided to make Rachel like a regular guest, so she's going to be on pretty much majority of our episodes moving forward in the future. Um, If you haven't listened to our Best Man episode and you're a fan of that movie, um, I don't listen to things that, you know, I'm a part of as far as recording uh, outside of editing things. I don't really listen to it more than once, but I've already listened to that Best Man episode like four times. Like, it's, <laughs> like Rachel and school are like hilarious. They'll keep you weak the whole episode. Plus, it's a great movie. and There's a lot to talk about. So. Please check that out. We'll put out some uh, links for it and promotion for it. But um, I would just like to say to all the listeners out there, like it's really been I can't like put it into words how crazy it is to log in each week and see the numbers just go up and up and up. Um, Obviously, it goes it says a lot about insecure and what we're talking about, but it also says what you think about what we've been doing week to week. And it just means a ton. Uh, means the world honestly like I really I'll have a better way of really putting this into the words next week but um, just thank y'all for real like that's we can't do any of this without y'all um, even if it was only five people listening we would appreciate that um, because you know we build a little community uh, but we hope y'all come over to the culture garden and really just continue this ride with us as we talk about the culture and, and things that goes with it Rachel
1: yeah no all of that all of that we appreciate all the text uh, DMs Uh, tweets, messages, talking about the show or asking, okay, when is the show going to be out or when are y'all recording because I got some shit to say. I got some thoughts. You know, I really try to stay off the bird during the show um, and try not to text too much during so I can save my hot takes for you all (laughs) for the podcast. So I just appreciate everybody's engagement Um, and again, giving us grace and time as we grow through this podcast and um all of our other endeavors. I really appreciate y'all.
0: Yeah, no doubt. It's really like this show, honestly, like not knowing what you're doing, but just saying, you know what, fuck it. Let's just try it and see what happens and uh, putting that all out there week to week for y'all to dissect and really just, you know, discuss and, and the feedback that y'all been giving has been incredible. So um, thank y'all for that. Like I said, we have one more episode when it comes as far as it comes to Insecure, and then, obviously, we'll just transition into the Culture Garden. We already had an interesting recording last week.
1: Man, what? <laughs> um,
0: <I'm sure> Rachel, <laughs> this is crazy. Disgusted. Yeah, I'm sure Rachel's still disgusted by some takes that school and myself had. But uh, we're going to keep the ball rolling well into 2022. So uh, much love to y'all. Happy New Year's. Um, thank you for everything. We'll see y'all for one final episode. Y'all be cool how y'all be cool. Peace. <laughs> I'll <laughs> see